Welcome to Truthzilla Podcast. Tonight is going to be fire! Fire, 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 yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. So, uh, I would like to introduce us. This is the beautiful Megan, the lovely Scott, and I am Ed. We're here. Hello. We're going to get into some of... A lot of the crazy stuff coming up in our future that yep. they're just telling us is coming. We're just going to tell you what they're telling us. They've been telling us for years. Totally. They've been building this for a couple decades at least, most yeah. of these exact uh, things we're going to get into. Uh, before we get into that, uh, please follow us on uh, social media. You can find us at Facebook at Truthzilla, Instagram at Truthzilla, Twitter at Truthzilla Pod. And like, share, and subscribe, as the kids say these days. Hell Yeah. So uh, before we get into our topic, um, uh, let's let's kind of go over some some current events and things, and mm-hmm. like talk check in with people. Megan, how are you this week? How is how's this week in Corona Plandemic 1984? Oh, um, this week has been slightly. More, I've been I've been escaping from society this week. I've been I've been uh, I've given myself to the river. Man, I, <laughs> I I my, by the way, I gave my car keys to the river. Oh, Did shit. you know about this? I took oh, my, I took no, my no. kiddos out to the Rogue River the other day, and I was like, we're just going to be out there. Two hours away. Two hours away. Oh, I was going to spend the day, no. and the first trip, the very first trip, I, I shouldn't have taken my keys with me, but I did. And the very first float down, I lost them in the drink, and I had no cell phone coverage. Nobody knew where we were in the world. I didn't tell anyone where we were going. Uh, there was nobody around to help us. So it was like... I don't know what six or seven hours I think before we ever actually like started to get some movement on anyone helping us. But anyway, so just all that to say, if you get stuck out on the Rogue River and, and it takes your keys for seven hundred and twenty-five dollars, <laughs> someone from Medford will come and make you a new key. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! So, <laughs> wow! But no, uh, Corona Land has lessons. been. Uh, pretty uh pretty heavy still it's it's tiring it's uh it's it's defeating and and honestly too one of the things that i keep uh, and i was i keep saying to everyone like i i'm trying to take my kids out as often as possible which is at this point pretty much every day trying to get on the water trying to get in the woods because i'm genuinely worried that there's going to be a very uh, in very very near future like this year there's going to be a time when they're going to tell us that we can't leave our house that we or that my kids within the next year can't go into public because they're not going to have this vaccine. Like I am actually thinking these thoughts each day I wake up and I'm like, what can I do to help my kids so that they don't grow up? Like not even having real, like, you know, remember when we used to be able to go to the beach? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and so, and I have said before too, like, I feel like a lot of everything that's happened is like before and after moments. Right. Yep. So, like, when they were saying that this whole thing was a big scare and then they wanted to close down the schools for just a couple of weeks, that day was, that was a before and after day because everything that happened to that point in our lives is never going to be from that 24-hour period forward. That was it. It'll never go back to the way it was. It will never. So that was a before and after. Because it's Uh like they keep moving the goalposts, but then the the wording keeps changing. And it was, now it's the new normal, you know, and to get back at any kind of state of normality is like what I've heard that, you know. We're going to need these vaccines or, uh, you know, whatever it is. But this, and this is what we're going to get into today is all these new agendas that they're going to use to, to control us to, so, so we get to allow us to have any sort of freedom. Right. That's really what, what this is this about. Is, and that's been what it's been about all from the very jump. That's been the whole plan with the whole COVID uh, yep. pl- pandemic that they've rolled out right from the start was control. And, and we've all talked about this, too. But they, it was just about taking it away from us in, in increments. You know, it's like how all of us, too, and, and, and we all know that I went off on a rant about them trying to get me to mask my kid at Big Five <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. But, um, 
you know, I think that they, they knew that, you know, even those of us that are like, well, fuck, I can't believe that we have to be masked to go to the grocery store. You know, we're like kind of like trying to wear it on our chins and trying to like still yep, have yep, some yep. sort of a, a human right to be able to like just we walk around and breathe the fucking air. Fair. But they knew that if they tried to roll that out against our kids, that Americans were not going to stand for that sure. shit. So that's why they've taken it to this point. Taking it, and then that's what they're going to do. They're, they're gonna inching that too. Have you they, seen Oh, they absolutely been, are. They were definitely inching that. Well, and not only that. So then this, <laughs> I was up, up at uh, this near my house today, Mount Pisgah. There's a, the river that flows through there. And when there's just so many people. There's dozens and dozens and dozens of families out there. Everyone having a good time. It looks like a normal yeah. summertime. And then here you have just like a family here and like one child there just out on the river playing, but totally masked up right there uh, in their base. Dude. But they're in the... Okay, I went with you yesterday, right? right? Yep. I was floating out in the middle of the, of the river with a nice calm spot, so you can just oh, float yeah. around on your floaty, oh, right? And I was going backwards against the current, and I actually ran into somebody who was also floating in his floaty all by himself in the middle of the lake, yep. all by himself, yep. with a mask on. Oh, and, my God. And it was so crazy because like he flipped around. I'm like, oh, sorry, dude. I didn't mean to run into you, man. I was going back. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to run he into you. you know? But no, no. He, the, he, the look at, I could only see his eyes, right? <laughs> but the look in his eyes was like pure terror. He was just oh swimming away as fast God. as possible. And I was like, oh, sorry, man. I was you know, a normal person would be like, oh, it's okay, man. You'll have a nice day. He didn't say a word, not a single word. He just bug-eyed, just terrified going away as fast as he could dude i was like whoa dude that if jp guy, sears that ever watches guy. our podcast please reenact this yes. please reenact <laughs> yes. jp yes. sears yes. i would love that so yeah. much yeah it was crazy dude so oh, yeah God. it's crazy and then so i like it so another thing that, that came up like earlier right megan you had this observation earlier right we were talking about the whole um eviction Thing, oh yeah so you know and we know that all go ahead because you actually have some people who have been affected by this you know? right well so like i have some um okay so this, and i was just sort of just like you know ranting how i do but but the whole thing is right so they ruled all this out and we all know that that part of this agenda is the economic collapse because they want people to be ever so mm-hmm. much more reliant and grateful to the almighty government for saving them from what and handing out to them whatever whatever peasly little crumbs that they're they flick at us yeah. um, as if we can't do so much better in and of ourselves you know what i mean and that's the lie that's the grand lie Certainly. you know what i mean um so anyways, but, you know, they have all of these families, right? So we have millions and millions and millions of people who, because of all of this economic collapse, because of all this forced uh, shutting down over the 0.26% chance that you and might. some people that are just standing up, too. Like, like I brought, brought up before, my friend that lost his job because he wouldn't wear a mask. Like some yeah, people yeah. that are like actually standing up against it. You yes, know? yes, um, and I've heard many similar stories sure. as well. Um, and so, but here we have all of these millions of people who are who are not paying their rent, right? And so we have like, for instance, like the governor of Oregon, Katie, good old Katie, <laughs> Katie Brown. So I can't uh, even take it seriously. I when we fucking Katie. can't stand. She's a she's a lifeless, yeah. soulless, corrupt. Corrupt. She's she's so filthy. Bought out but by I'll, the I'll DNC, bet, I'll bet, dude. I'll, she's so heavy with bad energy. I'll bet that her feet are heavy when she tries to take sip. I'll bet that just that dark pull just holds her to the fucking earth. I, <laughs> so anyways, I don't respect her. Did you anyways. guys sign the recall <laughs> petition yet? Recall petition. Recall petition. I honestly, I, well, I keep, you were every, day, about maybe, every day, I'm like, today, I'm, today is the day. In fact, I'm going to make up for lost time and I'm going to call and volunteer. I'm going to say I was going to say, you're right going to volunteer. Nice. I think on, that that's on the air right I love now. that. Absolutely. I'm going to put a reminder on my phone. But so we have all of these home, all, all of these uh, millions of uh, Amer- Americans who are, unless, and, and I'll just stick to Oregon, who are, we have all of these people who are not paying rent because they can't pay rent. 
But also now we have this, um, you know, the stimulus check that came out here some time back where people were, oh, so grateful that the government, you know, again, kicked us this crumb. Um, but nobody fucking paid their rent with that. Give me a break. Right? And, and let's I mean, just be honest. That crumb was to, like, disguise the biggest transfer of wealth ever. Thank you. Which, if we go back to our Federal Reserve episode, yes. that's what that's what uh, the whole Federal Reserve system was designed mm-hmm. to do, is that it creates economic crises so that the banks can pay themselves trillions and trillions of dollars. It happened in 2008. Right. happened again in 2020. Mm-hmm. You go look all the way back. That's what the perp- That's the hustle of the Federal Reserve, is you get an economic crisis, and then they pay themselves out. Right, you know? right. So anyways, I, I, and I was just thinking like, so obviously this is part of the agenda, but it becomes more clear. So I'm like, okay, don't no. start at the end, start at the beginning. Okay. So we've got all of these people who are not paying their rent. Um, and, and even if and they it's, could, it's not, like, it's, it's not like they don't have to pay that rent, right? Or do they? Well, so it's postponed, it's right? Postponed, they're, they're supposed, right? so let's say, so let's say they don't pay rent. So right now we're four months in, right? So let's just assume that, that let's just say to to play devil's advocate that everyone who received the stimulus money was 1200 whole dollars <laughs> um which, which doesn't pay rent um let's just say that they put that towards rent so now let's say they're, they're now they're only three months behind now they're only three months behind now we're pushing out till september that's what the governor's is that am i correct like there like katie that. said till Moratorium. september yeah so now we're, we're a huge amount of months. If people, let's just say if your rent is only $1,000 a month, you're, you're going to owe five or $6,000, not yeah, to so mention they, so late when fees. When the moratorium is lifted, are they going to then owe all that back rent? Well, so let's just say they weren't. Okay. Let's just let's, let's yeah. play devil's advocate yeah. for the renters. Let's say the renters aren't. But what about the homeowners? The homeowners? Yeah, what about? Okay, because I have family who, yeah. and actually I was just speaking to her about yeah. that. So they have two properties that uh, they rent out, and they haven't been getting, now they still have to pay the fucking yeah. mortgage, though. Yeah, so that, But they're not way, getting... Right now, now, to be fair, I, I, I know um, that some financial institutions are uh, they're deferring by putting those payments on the end. On the end of the loan. Okay, the loan. fair. So, so they're, they're, so, so that they're that not is going a away, but they're, you know, they're, there is that happening. But again, I think the point you're getting to is that, that mass evictions. They are mm-hmm. reaching endpoints where they can't do it anymore. Well, the, and the I think mass evictions coming. Well, yep. and so like you know, some some families who have other dwellings that they run out, perhaps they can afford to just pay multiple, you know, mortgage payments like where they live and on the homes that they have rented out that people are just living now for free in these homes. Yep. Um, and what's going to happen when the bank wants their fucking money? The bank is going to come in and say. We want it. We want it all now. And in fact, the bank can call in their notes like that. They can say that someone's overextended on how much debt they have, even if they've uh, approved you. Um, they can at any point, and it says so in all of their fine prints, like with mortgages, that they can come in at any time and call in the note and have you, you know, in and, and, and so many different types of loans. So anyways, uh, what's going to happen, I think, what's going to happen is that I think they're on purpose setting the stage to mm-hmm. have people, they're, they're going to, here's the, where the big brother comes in to offer everybody, you know, this uh, tight community living. You know, we, we see this um, cropping up all over the nation, you know, different, uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Just like in, So they're going to, yeah. They're going uh, to roll them out to FEMA camps. It's going to be yeah, little porches with be, flowers, and everyone's home is going to yep, be the same, and it's going to be all these wonderful communities, and everyone the free th- thinking the same. But but the truth is, is they're, they're putting you into a fucking camp. That's where yep. this is going. This is not freedom. This is not them helping you. And this didn't happen yet. But mark my words today, because that is exactly where yep. this is Wait, going. Are you saying that they built those camps for a reason? Yep. Oh, they, oh. <laughs> yep. And then so right here. So then I, the other day I found this article, stumbled across this article, which, by the way, the caption, the thumbnail on the social media link had a picture of a gigantic 
I don't know, gymnasium with all these beds that were set up, like very yep. socially distanced apart, right? <laughs> that, was, that was the image. And the make sure while they're saving us, we yeah, still yeah, have yeah. no humanity yeah. with yeah. each other. And the, and the caption reads, looming evictions may soon make 28 million homeless. And so if you read down in the article, um, they're, they're asking uh, Emily Benfer, who um, is uh, the chair of the American Bar Association's Task Force Committee on Evictions, um, she was quoted as saying that uh, about 10 million people over a period of years were displaced from their homes following the foreclosure crisis in 2008. That was like 10 million over a few years. Now we're looking at 20 to 28 million people in this moment between now and September. So that's right. mid-July to September are going to be displaced, evicted out of their homes. So what are they going to do? They're but the media is not talking about it, so people yeah. aren't really wrapping their brains around what yeah. this really looks like. Yeah. But really, this FEMA is camp, the steamroller coming. This is absolutely, they're going to get you to volunteer. And they're not going to tell you it's FEMA camps. Yeah. But that's and, exactly what it is. Yep, and so Bill Cooper's been talking about this for 30 years, dude. Well, and go, and then they killed Bill Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought that was, but she called it, dude. She called it like a week and a half, two weeks ago. And, and then all of a sudden, this article pops up, and it's like, damn, yeah. dude, yep. wow. here it comes. I mean, I think, I, you know, we've all been, I've been looking at those camps and go, when are they going to use those for, what, a decade, decade and a half? Yep. And yep. we've been watching, yep. why the hell were those built? And they're going to make it seem like it's super benign. They're going to make it seem like it's super helpful well, they're, that they're yeah, here they're, for they're, the people. They're saving and that, the people. Oh, oh, don't you love it when the government <laughs> saves the Thanks, people? Thanks, government. Yeah. Yeah, yay. Craziness. Anyway, what's yeah. going on in your world, Ed? You know, um, I did want to touch just on uh, just one thing. I mean, I'll say before I get into that, just... Man, it feels like it's a we're in some crazy times. I know we say that every week, but it's just every time I turn around, it's like they double down farther and farther. Here they just made the freaking ridiculous rule that you have to wear a mask outside, <laughs> like because uh, if you can't properly social distance, uh, can't, yeah, but you know, still, still, but basically, that's not happening. It keeps, it, it's it's everybody against each other because I ain't wearing it. So I like all virtual signalers are just it's eyeing me down. They're just all looking at me like I'm the devil. I'm there to kill you. But here's the thing, though, you know where your fucking enemies are right now. There's never been a time in my life where I had a, cl a clear idea on who exactly I'm but fucking that's fighting. that's the psyop yep. because the it enemies is. are the fuckers up there. True. Yep. And that's the fuckers. True. They're and, coming. No, yeah. I, I, would, I wouldn't even... Well, see... You know, Megan was saying that earlier, right? What, what, would you, what was it you were saying? Which, wait, which part? Oh, that the, the enemies are coming. The real enemies. Oh, coming, I, right? yeah, I was. I was well, because everyone's like, we're going through a time where everyone has their feelings we're fighting hurt. each other, dude. Everyone <laughs> has their feelings hurt, and everyone's just like into everybody else's fucking space and business, but the real enemies are coming. I they're they're on their way. They have, sure. before you were born, before most anybody listening yep. to this right now yeah. were born, they were coming. This was an agenda. This was a plan. There's all kinds of documents to back it up. There's er the the wolf is at the door, yep. and I yep. and I'm pretty yep. sure that uh, Cooper has. Yep. I'm probably just quoting something I read from him, but yep. but it's deathly true. Definitely true. I would go so far as to say they're not just coming. They're here. They're, they're here. They're in our minds. They're here. They're in our souls. We already, were just dude. all talking about this. I think we are we are like past the point of no return. Yes, I now agree. we're. We're learning what we're going to do. That's yeah. We're learning we're, damage we're control. What's life going to be control. like? Yeah. It where, is. Where are we going to set up uh, You know, our land next to a good water hole? And how are we going to stay off? I, how are we going to avoid these people? How are we going to have to stay off the grid? Yeah. And I know, and listen, there's other families talking about many, many, many yep. tens of hundreds of thousands of people talking about this yep. because it, this is, this is, it is blatant. This is blatant. And if you still think, I'll say this every episode, if you still <laughs> think that this is about protecting you from a virus, you need to wake up. Yes, please. Right do, now. Please do. 
Um, or just write one of us, and then we'll help to. Yes, we'll point you to sources. We'll. We'll, we'll totally. Uh, that's sure. what I'm saying. We so have. Go like, back and listen to the first. We'll few help episodes. you with sources. That's yes. the thing. Like, and then and then look at it for yourself. And if you and if you look at everything, you're like, well, they're fucking nuts. Then I mean, we can't help you, but but we're not wrong. We're not. Yeah, absolutely. We're not so, wrong. Absolutely. Well, and on that note, um, I you know I was talking with Scott before you showed up here tonight, Megan, and I was just you know I think. With looking back, there will probably be some spots here that we were wrong yeah, about this and that. Yeah, and, a little bit. But, but the agenda, that's what we're right. That's, that's what we're we all sure We might be wrong right. about the color of the truck that's coming down the road behind us. But, but, the, but, truck's but, but the truck's coming <laughs> yeah. and, and make sure that that steamroller extends to both sides and across the sidewalk. Okay, yep, so absolutely. it's coming. And so any, anyways, on that note, you know, I listen to a ton of podcasts every week. It's just like one of the ways I get a lot, a lot of alternative media because mm-hmm. – Fuck the real media. Fuck the big media. That's singular agenda. They're all saying the exact same thing. So I listen to a lot of alternative media, and I I tend to, once I get around you guys or you guys, um, I I love to just let it all go because I feel like I'm in crazy world where I can't talk most of the time. But then you get around people that are, like, free thinking and, like, you can support and lift you up. And I'm so – and can I just say – I'm going to interrupt you because I wanted to say this earlier when we – I just wanted to first start off our podcast by saying, and I didn't. I'm so super grateful to know the both of you. Like during this time and and everything that's happened in our world, to know that first of all you're both a couple of the most intelligent and respectable men that I've known, um, and the things that that we're all able to discuss freely together, bounce ideas off of each other, challenge each other. I I'm so forever grateful, especially during the, during this time that that we have that, and then and I know that we have that with other people in our circle. But anyways, I'm just yeah. Oh, thanks, Megan. Megan. Right back I, at you. I mean, yeah, I feel exactly the same. Yeah, and I, yeah I look forward sure. to, to yes. seeing you guys every week. And to just uh, yeah, from here on out, like just yeah, unloading and Truezilla trio, baby. There are there is, you know, this if there's one good thing that happened, it's they brought us together and the people we're talking to here. We're all coming together to to fight the monster at the door. We're all about uniting. We're trying to unite against the common enemy. Speaking of, I just like I was gonna throw this in there too. We got Stevo on YouTube, man. He's he's dropping comments on every episode, dude. He's you know solid OG mind militia. Cruzilla Mind Militia, man. I want to shout out to Sean right here in yeah, Eugene. Yeah. You know who you are, buddy. Like, uh, you know, it was like the local support is huge here. Yep. Um, Armageddon Feast on Twitter, dude. He's all about it. I love it, dude. It's so badass. And if yeah, I miss yeah. you, Hell anybody, yeah. we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you. But I just want to give a little shout out to our people that have been supporting us and like engaging in, in what we're doing and, and, and are into the message, man. That's so cool. And so before... <laughs> <laughs> it's like we always rant for so oh, long. Do. It's I like, oh, it. we That's have a topic coming up, right? Okay. Right. But I do have one thing What I was trying to get to. It's just like we, we all just love each other. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, guys. We love each other. Bye-ya. I don't know where that came from. But anyways, <laughs> uh, so uh, one of the, the things I watched this week uh, or listened was London Real uh, with, yeah. with Brian Rose and uh, Zach Bush, who's uh, a doctor that um, I've listened to him before. He's uh, uh, Dell's had him on his show. In, in I know what you're thinking. It's not. I think I don't think he's one of those bushes. I know. No, he's not one of those bushes. <laughs> not one of those bushes by any by any means. But uh, anyways, I, I feel like. Uh, I really like and geek out sometimes on the science of, of what's going on with with the coronavirus in our world. And um, this is just one of the most intelligent doctors I've ever listened to. And I, I really like it because he's one of those doctors that kind of 
realizes that um, basically the whole Western medicine system is completely flawed. And, um, the death care system? Yes, death exactly. Care. <laughs> the, the, and and he, he, uh, he, he looks at it like basically, uh, like he always, it's like a garden. You have a garden and uh, you spray all this fucking Roundup and these chemicals on it. And you start sprouting up weeds all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so our, what we try to do is we try to spray more Roundup or we pull these weeds, but they just keep springing up and it's, it's just like this toxic mess. When if you were to just leave that, and let the weeds take over a year later you have uh, a healthy uh, microbiome in this soil again you know that the the body that and this is goes for our whole environment that these viruses and things they're just trying to correct mm -hmm. like that our own dna is actually he, he <coughs> equated it to like i think it was 51 percent of our dna has been uh, made up from from viral impact, I guess mm. would be the wording that like the viruses have shaped us. The, the viruses we've made disease and virus these bad things, but it's how we evolve. Mm -hmm. It's how we be, and it's and it's it's our it's the environment and our body trying to react and it's um trying to be at peace. I mean, it's it really it, it equilibrium always, homeostasis. Yeah, it, it makes yeah. it makes me think of like the the Native Americans and and whatnot, like how they always um you know their philosophies on um, being at one with with the land and stuff. And I really think there's something there that's beyond the western medicine is just completely lost oh um, man that's a rabbit hole right there like if you get into like uh you know uh, holistic medicine and everything like oh, that certainly. and like look into how many holistic doctors and all that have been uh suicided killed under died under suspicious sure. circumstances yeah, yep, yep. that's Definitely. a nifty little rabbit hole there ah uh, because the body can heal itself if it's given the proper parameters to do that if it's not if your immune system's not constantly being educated uh, suppressed with uh all kinds of uh, pharmaceuticals if you are at all living the way that a human being was meant to live you're getting some sunshine you're getting some fresh water hopefully it's not filled with too much fluoride i mean you know if you're doing the sure, best that you can't but sure. but anyway i will digress down that forever but but holistic medicine and we talked about this uh with the with our vaccine episode but but that's what saved my daughter i fully believe sure, that's what certainly. saved my daughter and after her vaccine injuries yeah and same so yep yep, yep. I, I agree 100 percent. and that but it's not in their best interest to keep us well and we've discussed this right certainly. that, that they, it is it's, not it doesn't fit the business model absolutely yeah but um and it is medicine is a business medicine is a revenue well, biggest generating one business, Earth. and people get lost thinking that they're there to help and and on we've said this and on the surface level we have good doctors and do, good surgeons and all these things but 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 the organization itself is there to, is there to get paid. Yep. That, and so it is the, in their the best interest to keep the us down. The system's completely flawed. They need the us to be it's sick so they flawed. can treat us. They need us to be they make us think that we're off inside of our minds so we can seek you know drugs for that. They they need us to be reliant. They need us to be confused. They Certainly. need us to be dumbed down, and they need us to be sick. Yep. 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 Oh yeah. So, anyways, I'm gonna uh, just when I talk about Zach Bush, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put it right out there up front. If any of you guys listen to this, like. Like there's things that he says that I totally disagree with. Mm -hmm. I don't think he he is not a conspiracy theorist in in any way. He uh, he actually calls it out in this. We're not either. We're conspiracy analysts. Yes, of course. <laughs> but but I what I think back to like echo chambers last week. I think it's so important to challenge our own understandings yes. and views mm -hmm. and to question the things we believe. And and this doctor, I get so much out of, even though I don't agree with everything he says. Mm -hmm. But there's so much good information there, and a couple of things that really stood out to me though that he he uh pulled out of this um and it's funny because brian rose equated this to the, some of the same things that david ike said you know that because 
he is looking at this as the whole world, and he's looking at how much pollution is out there in the hotspots of where this virus has killed lots of people. There's massive amounts of pollution, uh-huh. and this is this is a reaction of of what's going on to this pollution. Uh-huh. And 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 there's if there's a real rabbit hole there to go down, and I really think. Um, but he explains it pretty well. You look at New York, you look at Italy, you look at these places that there's these uh, you know mass events of people dying, and even though we know the numbers are. Bullshit. Totally we'll call, bullshit. We'll call bullshit bullshit because it's bullshit. Also, but they're not the release, time, releasing the age. They're not releasing the demographics. Oh, yeah, we of could the, just so, so and yeah, and and oh, what and what because because if they did, they they know then they would lose what whatever social agenda credibility they have. Yeah. Because yeah. because because truly within factually they have none. They have no. They have yeah, zero certainly. credibility. This is a complete fucking farce. Not that, not that, not that COVID isn't COVID. What, speaking of which, it's speaking real. of which, speaking of which, Megan, <laughs> why don't you show them the back of your shirt? Show them the back of your shirt, if you can. Can you stand? Okay, uh, if let's I stand see. Up, am I gonna be in let's see. Let's see. Check it out. Check it. Let's check it out. Check. Check, check it. Let's see. Right, let's see. How's that? Does that work? Well, COVID nineteen is a false flag. Check it out. Oh! <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, but it is. All right, and so on that note, one of the th- another thing he pointed out, and that um, he didn't have, uh, a, a, I mean, I was listening, but he didn't have the graph in front of me to look at, but he's talked about how he's looking at all-cause mortality rates and the, and the projection of where we're at in the UN, United States, and you adjust for age and the age of the people and this and that, and he said we were exactly on track where we should be. Mm-hmm. So you, who cares about COVID? We're exactly where the death rate should be. So, so what is it? So what is it, man? Come on. It's like, new yeah. world order. Exactly. We have an excuse, agenda excuse, here. Excuse, excuse, excuse to get to the new world order. That's it. And, and someone in Oregon um, on the Oregonians for, for Medical Freedom uh, group in, um, on Facebook, which I suggest you guys should join that with me. What is it? Okay. Oregonians for Oregonians Freedom? Oregonians for Medical Freedom. Okay. Um, but they're, uh, they're kind of our local, uh, you know, uh, informed consent network, I would say, is what I would call them. Um, but anyways, uh, it's one of them, one of the people on there made made up a graph that we're going to post up here for you that just shows all the deaths of Oregon for the last few years, and it, it maps us out. We're we're exactly on track to where we are should be for all cause mortality as well, and uh, it's it's just you have to look at the numbers, and when you do, you're like. Oh my God! What are we doing? What are yep. we doing, people? Yep. In fact, some of the categories are way lower totally, than previous totally. years. Like infant mortality is like almost well, half since, of what it should be at this point uh, in previous years. And why would that be, Scott? Why yeah. would why would infant mortality be down? Because they're not getting vaccines. I was going to say they're not getting vaccines. That their well visits are on hold, <laughs> and so the babies are living to. <laughs> I mean, survive another day. Just the idea that there is something called sudden infant death syndrome. Should just be a red flag to you people. Oh, people, they just die. And it's oh, just, they just die. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. They just go to their. They just go see their pediatrician, and and their parents just hand their little bodies over, and then they just come home and die. Yeah, and it's really. It's I'm joking, but it's it's so sad and messed it's up. Very, it's very very serious, and it's, it's horrible. It's very much a part of. It's very much a part of reality. Yeah. Vaccines injure. That's what vaccines do. Yep. Anything beyond that is farce and fallacy vaccines are meant to injure you vaccines are meant to make your brain be dumbed down and vaccines are meant to introduce vaccines are because we are the guinea pigs 
And if you look at where they test all these vaccines out first, I'm gonna tell you right now, India, it's not Africa. on the American yep. people. Yep. Yep. It is yep. not on the American people. And this should be, and, and that's that dissonance that people have where they just are able to, well, it doesn't happen here and we're not affected by it. And so therefore, it's, just, we'll just do what the government tells us. Yeah, it's not a thing, and it well, is a thing. Guys. Well, speaking of, I mean, it's, we had some good news this week that Moderna <laughs> has actually released the preliminary results of their initial uh, coronavirus vaccine study. This is a pretty uh, study. Isn't that Anthony Fauci's uh, yeah, Moderna? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So Anthony Fauci, Moderna. And uh, so the clinical trials, and then we'll put a link to this in the notes here. Um, let's see. And so basically... Uh, it says that following the first vaccination, adverse events were reported in. That means people were injured, reported injury, some sort of adverse effect. In low doses, 33%. Mid-range doses, 67%. And high doses, 53%. Just, so, just to be clear, that is ha- far more than the 0.26% chance yeah. that you would ever get COVID and yeah. much less die from it. Yeah. Okay, okay. So following the <laughs> second dose, keep in mind now, it's, it's this this particular one, which is an RNA vaccine that's going to go in and change your DNA, and we have no idea what the long-term effects are or anything. They don't fucking well, well, know either. They just want to see. We do have some ideas because it killed a whole lot of animals. Well, there you yeah, go. So that's, it's, it's, yeah, it's a very experimental vaccine right anyway so how could it not be right because covid's brand new. so uh, yeah. theoretically they just started trying it's to make this vaccine in the model. last four months yeah. well, all the, and this so, vaccine they've been trying to make a coronavirus vaccine for, unsuccessfully for, uh, i think 17, going on years. going yeah going on two decades at yeah. this point but and and these stats are from the new england journal of medicine just so you guys know um so it's a two-dose regimen so you have to go in after after if you survive your first round if you're in the lucky 67 or what would that be 33 percent that didn't get injured by a mid-range dose you go back for your second one following the second dose of the vaccine series <laughs> adverse effects were reported in low dose participants 54 percent and mid-range participants 100 percent oh my 100%. god percent oh my this god Fauci's. hold on hold on hold on and high dose participants 100 percent and 21 oh percent of those were were more severe events it says so so what is the the messaging in this article that 100 percent of you that get the vaccine will have injuries no, but, but I'm just talking like you read these articles. If you were to read the headline, all the headline is going to tell you that the vaccine's going very well. Yeah, that's it. That's it. creating these great yep. antibodies. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I think we need to address, too, if we're going to talk about that piece of it, like the, the idea now, here's the new the new what they're saying is science is showing that um, that essentially there is no herd immunity for this disease, that your immunity wears off so quick. Now, at the same time, let's talk, let's be clear. Now, the whole idea of vaccines is based on the idea of creating antibodies. So if your body is not creating natural antibodies, which have always 100%, 150% have always been better than the the, uh, fake antibodies that are created by vaccines, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like then how the hell is a vaccine going to create antibodies that are better than your own body? Like that's it's that they're basing this on nothing. It's in it like we've said, it's experimental, and they're but they're actually trying to show that these antibodies are better. I mean, they're they're stopping at nothing to say that this vaccine is the only way forward. Even though like there has never been any science that has said this ever on any vaccine in the past. And I want to go back to what I've said before, which is if 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 legitimately if the media was telling us if the government was telling us and and there actually was even documentative like large scale like this was really just like getting people who the fuck are they to lock down all of humanity and and furthermore people do get sick and and furthermore beyond that i would rather take my chances with my immune system 
getting me out of being sick with uh, one of however many coronaviruses than ever let them inject me with this bullshit. I don't understand. It may make zero sense. It makes zero sense. Why would you not want to? Because I guess they, they terrified everyone with the ventilator system. They terrified everyone like saying that they're hauling body bags in the street in New York. And they, 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 oh, I saw another article the other day. It said like, uh, what was it? Florida, Texas, something like that. It's like, oh, tr refrigerated truck shows up to uh, haul away all the dead bodies. I'm like, oh, God, here we go again. They're just doubling down again. It's absolute bullshit. It's, it's bullshit. absolute bullshit. And, and I just want to say on that note that like, um, you know, I will acknowledge the death numbers finally did go back up a bit, and I'll just like I'm not gonna like deny that that's happening, but at the same time, but they're what also I said labeling before, all different kinds of deaths I, as COVID. Well, there's there's a couple of things. First of all, what I said before, I think really stands is you create a fucking panic, and that's when people start dying. You start locking them down, making them breathe through a fucking mask where they can't get oxygen, mm -hmm. and you start giving them stress on their body. I think I think we create this more than we will know. Ever. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. I agree. Crazy, I think dude. You absolutely hit that on the head. So the last little piece of like current events, uh, current events I was wanting to touch on is just the coin shortage, right? So all these retailers, all these stores are saying that they have a shortage of coins and that they're not issuing coins anymore. Did they just disappear into thin air? Um, are people hoarding their coins? Does anybody did, have the intel on this? Did the Federal What's Reserve the reclaim change? their coins, or is there something else going on? Are we moving towards a cashless society oh and a digital God. currency? Which they're forcing because there's no way that just because, well, first of all, no one's making any money, so they certainly didn't run out of coins because this is not circulating at this point. So where's the where's the change, right? Because I've been alive on this planet for over 40 years, and we never ran out of change. So all of a sudden, all of, all a, of sudden. a sudden, yep. we're out of money. We're not, though. Or, or we're maybe not, guys. But, uh, but, but let's... Well, let's I've talk about why they want us to be out of money. In my time, sorry. Yeah. You've done, wait, what did you say? Don't say that, dude. Don't don't say that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I yeah, yeah. I'm, They'll get you on that. <laughs> it's a federal offense. Don't do that. Oh. Shit. No, I'm just kidding. I think there's a. I'm like, it, it was, if they're, they're going to come and get us, it's definitely not going to be it, over it was, pennies. <laughs> no, they, they need an excuse. They need an excuse. <laughs> so it was over don't six years ago that we destroyed pennies. Yes. So the statute of limitations is far certain certain past. Okay. So speaking of digital currency, right? Let's get into it tonight. All right. All right. God, we could almost do a whole episode on just our rants, dude. Like we could, we could, we could make that the bonus episode. Anyway, yeah. guys, let's check this out here. So, what is a digital currency, and why should we give a shit about it? Okay. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> it all ties together, baby. This all ties together, turn. man. Like it's just a one, two, three, four checkmate type of situation, yeah. man. So. Um, the funny thing is, is like a lot of this stuff, like you notice the synchronicity of all the, the China seems to be the center of a lot of this stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, if you think about it, okay. So the council on foreign relations, the new world order, people, the builder burgers, trilateral commission, all of these people, they're what they want for the whole globe is exactly what's going on in China. Yep. So they've already gotten China to be, to be completely complicit, and, and the citizenry of China is just willing to take whatever the government shoves on them. Well, they don't have a choice, right? They don't have a choice, right? China so, isn't like here. Like, they can't just go yeah. out and just, like, protest. So like, they don't have a voice. Yeah, that's the ideal. You know, they want that everywhere. And the biggest thing standing in their way is the United States. Um, and so that's why the United States is such a pivotal place where that needs to be toppled and to institute something like China. Now, if you look at, listen to a lot of the rhetoric um, that's really interesting is like when they talk about early on in the lockdown, they said that we didn't do as good a job as China because okay. China locked down immediately. So what does that tell you? That tells you that uh, that China is the ideal. 
you know, and that we are not, we are not, we are not living up to the the standard that China has set. Okay, if you look at, uh, we're gonna get into this a little bit. Lockstep. Okay, yep, yep. the Rockefeller Foundation lockstep. If you read that and you notice, yep. it, it, it talks China. about it talks about, um, and it says like you know, China was perfect. They did it perfectly, you know, and the rest of the world didn't quite do it. So I basically, the New World Order people that are driving this whole agenda are looking at China as as the people who. You know, you know, are, to emulate everything. Yes. They touched that yeah. on that uh, event twenty one as well. I think I, I'm not I, sure I on think that. They might have. I'm not sure on that. So, in addition to that, China. So, China is the testing ground for all of this stuff. Okay, all these agendas are being rolled out in China first as a test run, so that they can work out all the bugs and the kinks and figure out where they need to self correct and where what you know what how they need to fix it before it gets rolled out to the whole world. Which well, is and, and on an oppressed population that already isn't speaking out to the rest. Yeah, of the world. and they have they don't even right? have the means They're, to they, speak they, out. They don't have the means to speak yeah. out. So, what a what a more perfect populist yeah there, yeah there was there was a little bit of rioting until in hong kong COVID until COVID happened, happened exactly <laughs> so so anyway so uh actually so speaking of that so right now uh china has uh been rolling out the digital currency um in a small section so the project started in 2014 um and they their their digital currency is called renminbi okay um it uses a blockchain like technology that's kind of like bitcoin right sure. but however and this may be you know, if you guys are familiar with Bitcoin, Bitcoin is a decentralized currency, right? And it, I, we could do a whole episode on Bitcoin. You know, I, I've sure. dabbled in Bitcoin a little bit back in the day, but it's basically uh, anonymous transactions, you know, whatever. But uh, Renminbi is like that, but it's it is centralized and it's controlled by the People's Bank of China, which is their the Chinese central bank. All right. Sure. Um, so basically, you know, eh, it's uh, happening right now in a this is like four cities. A four-city region with about 38 million people, I think it said. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, that's a pretty significant amount of people, right? That's about a little over 10, like 15% of the United States, maybe 10%. Um, it's like bigger than most countries, right? And they're testing out this whole digital currency um, over there. So um, the central bank of China is basically uh, where the digital currency is created um, and transactions are approved. That's the big part there that's kind of scary is that um, the transactions have to be approved. So the government will be able to control <laughs> whether transactions wow. can be made. Wow. Um, you guys ready for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, for, all, for everybody who's right now going, that's not going to happen. Or, it's not going to be that big a deal. Just wait. Just yeah. wait a minute while we explain this further. Yeah. Wait, wait till you hear exactly yeah. why this is terrifying yeah. for this so, for your future. Yeah. So right now, 38 million Chinese citizens uh, are at the mercy of the government to decide whether or not they can buy something, right? like even food or a yeah. cell phone or uh, you yep. know gas for their vehicle. Yep. Um, so uh, probably and, be pretty and, easy to confiscate their money. As yeah, well. and, and if you, to yeah. penalize right. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll get into all that in a sec yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and I'll put links to all of the, where I pulled these quotes. I'm going to quote uh, Stephanie Lee Tsai, S-Y-C, Tsai, something like that. She's the CEO and founder of a, a company called Thinking Machines, which is an AI tech company. Um, she says, quote, a totally cashless society is a society under total surveillance. It is, a, it is a society where your participation in the economy is limited by approval for a bank account or a cell phone plan. Mm -hmm. I'm in favor of the added convenience of digital payment channels, but not to the point of a totally cashless society. Yeah. Like many other pieces of tech, what's healthy in small doses turns destructive without a check. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, it's nice having Venmo, being able to, like, you know, whatever, like sure. just put your bank card in front of something and get paid. But it becomes a danger when it becomes mandatory you don't have a choice to use cash. I mean, you can go on forever about, like, you know, all the times you use cash. Like, I mean, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly. So, uh, yeah. It scares the hell out of me. Yeah. It honestly scares the hell out of me. Yep. 
Because because this is this is this is the boot of oppression. Mm-hmm. This is the absolute stomp down on the ability for us to have life outside of the government's approval. Yep. Any life outside of the government's approval. Yep. And, and 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 I'm jumping ahead, but I mean to the point to where, you know, if if an individual is not doing something in step with the government, and you're, you know, like okay, like I'm not wearing my mask into the store, and now and oh, Ed dude. and I are talking. Yeah. Now Ed's social, you know, currency is going to go down. Like they're going to yeah. penalize Ed for talking to me because I didn't stay in line with what the government said and and they might make it so that I can't travel like I can't get groceries yep. you know what I mean they're going to make it so that we're pariahs to each other we we avoid like they've already started that the dehumanizing yep. Yep. and this is going to be a way yes. that they're going to assure it yep we talked about that how the masks are a way to dehumanize us from each other right yep. to yep. make to, yep. to further distance ourselves from each other um so, you know, you would say to yourself, like, there's no way that could ever happen here in the United States, <sighs> right? But it's already happening. It's already happening. And they're they're doing it, it. Just, just like they did you in the freaking lockdown, dude. Just how they got to this point. Mm-hmm. Incremental. Now it's the coins. Next, it's going to be like $1 bills. You know what I mean? Like, yep, it's, yep, yep, it's going to yep, come yep. incrementally. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so it's funny. I, I, there actually was a little surge here in the United States, a little talk about it. Um, there's a company called the Digital Dollar, well, not company, uh, uh, whatever, foundation called the Digital Dollar Foundation, who's been uh, proponents of this. Um, one of the founders and leaders of it is a former executive at Cisco Systems, which if you know Cisco, it's a huge like internet technology infrastructure company, you know, one of the biggest companies in the world. Um, they're kind of behind the scenes, you know, like Apple and all those people are like up in the front of technology. These are very much like in charge of like the, the infrastructure side of things, right? Yep. Huge corporation. And so one of their founders is from there. And they're proponents of the digital dollar uh in the in the United States, and one of the arguments that they used was that it would help distribute stimulus money. So when we when we mm. had the stimulus money, the stimulus checks coming out, um, there was talk to push legislation to go to all digital currency because money is dirty and you might get coronavirus from it, and it would make the distribution of stimulus money much more efficient. Well, and that anger. makes all those relying on the government and want that money real freaking bad. Yeah. All that and that's how they're going to get them too with the calling them off into the camps and everything else. People are going to ask for it. We're going to ask for, for sure. it. And, and I've heard that, that uh, theory as well, that the, the um, what do they call it when they give you the each month, uh, like a stipend each yeah, month? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, universal basic income. Yeah, universal basic yeah. income. But but that will come with many strings. You know? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. So, so you got your digital currency that they can track everything, and they'll give fill up your account as long as you're getting your mandatory vaccines and all that stuff is up to date, and you're following you're following all the rules of the new world order, essentially. Yep, absolutely. So if you become a brainwashed puppet, you might be able to live a life of meager government-controlled <laughs> prosperity, but otherwise, the chance of prosperity and individualism is completely gone. Yep, completely yep. gone. Very well said, Megan. Yep. So keep an eye on the digital dollar project because that is one of our enemies. That is one of your enemies. Um, you know, if you're going to create an attack vector, I would say blow them up, dude. Do as much discrediting as you can. Anybody wants to do some individual research, I tried to look in a little bit in the individuals that run it, and I couldn't really dig up too much. Um, so there you go. Um, on their website, it says the Digital Dollar Project is a partnership between Accenture and the Digital Dollar Foundation to advance exploration of a United States central bank digital currency, CBDC. Keep an eye out for that acronym, CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency, because that's going to probably start popping up more and more often. Yep. Um, the purpose of the project is to encourage research and public discussion on the potential advantages of a digital dollar, convene private sector thought leaders and actors, and propose possible models to support the public sector. The project will develop a framework for potential practical steps that can be taken to establish a CBDC. So 
You know, um, that's happening right now in the United States. You have very powerful, influential people that are doing what they can to roll this out. Um, so, and it is coming. Yep, we are going coming. there. That's this is it's not going to go backward. It is coming. So, so this is this is happening for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. And so another thing too. So in China right now, there are two apps like on your phone that are kind of because they haven't quite been able to put the implants in us yet. They haven't <laughs> been able to put the chips in yet. Give it, give it a few. But months. so right now it's on the phone, and that's what the rollout's going to be. So all these things like the mandatory vaccines and the 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 tra- vaccine passports, all this stuff, it's going to first be rolled out on your phone before it becomes an implantable device. Sure, it's going to be something you're going to have to have on your phone. But anyway, um, so the two apps that they use right now in China are called AliPay. Ali Pay and WeChat Pay. Now, um, Ali Pay, you might that might ring a bell because like Alibaba Express, right? It's it's uh, one of the biggest like it's like Amazon of like you know the Eastern, right? And you can order stuff off Alibaba like super cheap, mm-hmm. right? It takes like 100 weeks to get there, but, yeah, it's right, like, but right. still, still, you know, it's it's an Amazon like thing, and so they have this huge market, and so they are in charge of the digital dollar, like that's the app you use to pay with your digital dollars such a huge like industry right and I, and I saw this thing this article I think it was published uh, the 15th which is yesterday or maybe somewhere in that area it said that uh, um, they're gonna be actually going online as a publicly traded company this Alipay company um, and so that would be like in the United States so th- so they're basically the ones that that control the distribution of money that would be like in my mind it'd be like the Federal Reserve if like the Federal Reserve would to go on go public right? That's basically what I took it to mean. You know, I could be wrong, but still, I was like, that's a little wonky, dude. You know, um, so, and, and, and just can you imagine the financial, the data that they're going to have access to, the data. Like, like our credit card companies, you know, they know everything about us. They know where we go, what we buy, like every single tiny little detail about our lives. But, you know, can you imagine, like, if it was all digital currency, the, the amount of data that they're going to be able to suck off of us and use against us, you know? Well, that's it, to and, use and, against and us. To use against yeah. us. And that so is the it, point. It, and yeah. it becomes, and, and Alipay is also integrated. Yep, and, yes. and integrated into Alipay is also uh, their, their country's social credit system, okay? Yeah. And that's the next next step of this whole Gross. little little breadcrumb here. So um, basically, uh, Alipay is how they, they roll out the, the social credit system, right? So what, what what's a social credit mm-hmm. system, right? Um, that's the next step, right? So first you got your digital currency, right? And now this is live in China as well, right now. Social credit system, okay? Um, you know, here in America, we all have financial credit scores, or if you don't participate in the economy with credit cards and don't have any loans, you maybe not don't have a credit score, right? But if you think about it, if you have good credit, you can qualify for you know lower interest home loans. You can yep. you can buy a nicer car. You can you can take out loans at a lower interest rate or take out loans that you wouldn't otherwise be able to take out if you have bad credit. Mm-hmm. So if you have bad credit, it's going to limit your ability to do certain things. You know, right. it's not debilitating. It costs more. You know, money. but yeah, it costs more money to, to do certain to things. Money. It costs yeah, yeah, more yeah. money to borrow money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and. You know, this is very much entrenched in Western society, you know, and we just, we just, you know, good credit, bad credit, you know, that's like a a bragging point. I have good, good credit, right? So imagine a world where we have social credit, right? So now what this is, now some of you may have seen like a Black Mirror episode. I think it's like the season premiere of episode, or season three, um, where she, you know, they have their social media credit score, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember And where you have like a bad interaction with somebody, they can say, fuck you, and give you like a little ding, and your social credit score goes down a little bit. Or if you're nice to somebody, be like, oh, have a nice day. They'll be like, oh, that person's nice. And they put a little thing, and then your social credit score goes up, right? So that's actually happening right now. Except, you know, it's not so much people giving each other thumbs up and props and points. It's the government 
uh, that is deciding whether or not you are worthy of, of points or not. And this I is can guarantee you guys that our social credit scores would suck. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, no, that's we, it. We well, would, so that's it. That's yep. just that's it. If you yep. if you do People, not you follow, follow their not. agenda, yes. Yep, and it's not necessarily like I mean, yeah, it's it's it is like social interactions, but it's more so like, are you speaking out against the government? Yep. Are you being a bad yep. citizen? Yes, and that's how you get punished. So. Um, well, and, like, and and speaking, and then and, and and we keep saying too, like you know, they're they're saying that we're that people are speaking untruths, that they're speaking falsities, and that's not true. They're yeah. just speaking out against the lie of the official narrative, and that is yeah. exactly what the official narrative is in pretty much every fucking case. And it's you see that lie. here. I mean, you see that here right now. When you say fake news, it's not necessarily untrue. It just means it goes against what the yes. establishment narrative and, is. And and put that in your brain every time you read that. Like, look yeah. into, look into what it is they're covering. Why are they covering that? Why would they need to? If it's if it's so debunked and it's so far fetched, well, why is it being censored? Why aren't we seeing it? Yeah, I was that was just it made me think of like the uh, I brought up to you guys earlier the the pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like oh it's been so debunked that we had to remove it from everything. Yep. So yep. you can't find it anymore. It's, to me, that just adds credibility. Isn't that like with the vax? <laughs> adds credibility. The vax uh, yeah. thing. To, yeah. Yep. So. Yep. The uh, debunked the Andrew Wakefield. Any, all the shit that you need yep. to know is the stuff they're pulling down. And when they're flagging you and they're warning you, look into that shit because that's exactly what you need to know. That's yep. exactly when, what they tell you is wrong. That's <laughs> that should that that's. And that's a, the thing is, though, that's your easy way to know. Yeah. To to look into it. I mean, they it's pretty transparent. It's so blatant. That's what Sam always says. The farther I go with this thing, I keep finding that up is down and down is up. Yeah, yeah. it's true. You know? It's true. Or just on that too. Like I was listening to another Ricky Brandis episode earlier, dude, and he was like, uh, his guest and him were talking about how that's actually a great marketing ploy. Like if you get uh, banned off YouTube or pulled off YouTube, then that adds to your credibility like big time, dude. So they might even be using that as kind of a psyop against us. So they post something. <laughs> (laughs) disinformation a little red herring and then they pull it off and everybody freaks out like oh they're editing it and so now they buy into that as the truth when in fact that is the fucking red herring dude sure yeah we've seen some red herrings damn yeah Yeah, we've seen some red herrings for sure but let's save that for maybe next week let's say that for next week because next week next week we're going to be getting into the the good stuff with a with a guest that you guys are going to love dude this is so badass i'm so excited yeah anyway um so uh so okay so Obviously, it's part of the New World Order agenda, right? The social credit system, digital currency. That's no question. You know that it is because they're rolling it out as a test in China. That's how you know uh, that's the testing ground, right? But why? how do they justify it? How do they justify it to the world that this is what they're doing? So they say, in all in all the places I was looking at, each place was saying, and it's so funny, too, because like there's all these, like, I listened to a, pod, a couple podcasts of like establishment people, like New York Times writers, and I was looking at like New York Times stuff, and they were talking about the benefits of it and why it's maybe not so dangerous after all, and why in theory and in principle it's actually a good idea. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? And, and, and it was I, I so, and there was so like these, these are such shallow arguments, yeah. such bullshit. They're gonna be, they're gonna be fucked when it happens. Well, they are the establishment. So yeah, they're, but, they're, but even still, like if, sure. it, like even the people who are for this, if, if they're for, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. The government doesn't give a shit if you're for them or not. They yeah. still want us all under yeah. their boot. It doesn't. Yeah. They're gonna. They'll use their peons for a little while, but at the end of the day, they're gonna haul them off to the camps just like the rest of us. Yeah. So it was so funny, man, and it was just pathetic. Their arguments were just pathetic. But every, everywhere I went, they they were talking about the argument being that there's a low lack of trust in Chinese marketplaces. So apparently, there's a lot of like fraud and counterfeit stuff. 
uh, being sold in China. And so, therefore, we need to have a social credit system and a digital currency to shut that down. You mean they, there's a problem and they have a solution for it? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, exactly. yep. how convenient. Yep, yep. So, anyway, that's, it seems to me like that's pretty sh- – that's a reach right there. Like, in order to revamp your entire monetary system and your entire – it's just the way people function as human beings just to, to, to create more trust in your marketplaces. That seems crazy. So um, a couple other things, a couple quotes. These are quotes from uh, the Chinese government and different uh, explanations, different, different. And so they said, uh, quote, keeping trust is glorious and breaking trust is disgraceful. And so we need to reward the people that are trustworthy and disgrace the people that are not trustworthy. Now. Uh, the second, on the second one was uh, allow the trustworthy to roam everywhere under heaven while making it hard for the discredited to take a single step. Uh, Let that oh sink my in. God, oh my God! The discredited. We were to, to prevent take them a, from taking a single step. But and the trustworthy can roam everywhere. Guys. Yep. And the I bet that, how can they tell? Uh, there's. I'm sure you're getting to it, but this ties into a lot of uh, what we discovered by Miss Wendy Webb recently. Yep. Oh and yeah. What's going on? behind the scenes in our very own country. Yep, absolutely. Uh, leading right into that yet? Uh, maybe, maybe. Well, let's talk about a little bit about what you can get penalized for. I figure maybe we'll just take sure. turns here. So the first one is uh, jaywalking and littering, right? Now, oh, this is very important to talk about here. So how is this going to be enforced, right? It's all being, you know, big brother uh, surveillance, uh, facial recognition. You know, oh, they got cameras everywhere. Yeah, so all true. of these cities where so, this is functioning in right now. Well, and we're all helping them. To, we're all helping them perfect that AI because yeah, that's part of the I thing mean, yeah. with the social distancing. That's part of the thing with the fucking yep. masks. Yep. Is they're Certainly. gonna they keep keep your yep. face as covered as possible so they can perfect those AI machines to pick up who exactly the fuck you are when you're standing in. A business when you're walking across the street when you go down to the river they want to know who it is even if you're trying to conceal well, your identity yeah. and you're helping you're them do it feet away from well, the person so they why. can track right to your cell phone exactly to your location well because well, honestly if these masks are helping you right if you're wearing them and i'm wearing them and they yeah. keep everyone safe why do we need to social distance why yeah. do we need why is it okay to have 10 people together but not 11. But it's Does like, COVID not travel um, up beyond groups of 10? Well, their, their surveillance capabilities are beyond anything we could possibly imagine. Like, I saw this study where they have uh, the, the ability, I was telling you about this the other night, Megan, they have, like, a, like you can have a bag of chips sitting on a table, yes, right? Yes, and uh, from like a mile away, they can shoot a laser onto that bag of chips, yep. an empty bag of chips, and read the vibrations on it. From the two, let's say two, two of us are talking here, and there's a bag of chips that are that's vibrating on a microscopic level. The laser beam can read the vibrations on that and take out and read, uh, extrapolate the voices out of it. And so oh and like and then they use God. it on like window panes, on window panes, right? Oh, so panes. if you're having a conversation oh in a room, in a conversation oh. in a room, they can shoot a laser what? beam out the window and read the vibrations on the window and and pull out the vocal patterns out of it oh and listen God. to what you're saying from miles away. You just are laser. blowing my mind, yeah. scaring the shit out of me. So sorry. that's that's what that's what we're up against right and so wow. that's that's how this social credit system is being enforced is through so let's say you're walking down the street and you smoke a cigarette you throw a cigarette butt on the ground um you know it's going to read your face and it's going to automatically identify who you are it's going to go to your all digital bank account and it's going to find you 10 bucks boom gone sorry so jaywalking littering is the first thing on the list go ahead playing too many video games yeah. Now, what? Me- now, Megan brought up a good point there. And I say, isn't that what they want is for us to be playing like just in our little cocoons, playing video but games and not looking into it? And I was like, yes, that's what they want us doing here in America. In America. Over there in China, they want them producing. 
yep. for America. They want That's them it. working yep. and, and producing for America. They don't want us. They don't, you know, they're not going to penalize us for playing too many video games. In fact, you're probably going to get rewarded for playing video games they, here. But over they there, want those of us with a, with a some semblance of a constitution to be very much distracted and lost to some bullshit online world and yeah. not paying attention. To yeah, but over there, it's all about making products for us, yep. and so they want them producing. They don't want them playing video games. Yep, yep, yep. What's next? All right, frivolous spending. Frivolous spending. Who's, who's spent frivolously since this whole lockdown started? I've for sure ordered. I've ordered off Amazon. Oh man, oh well, God. you know, well, you, you're keeping those ch- the Chinese factories busy, I guess, right? Go. I definitely felt like the stimulus check has to go to some fun shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So frivolous spending, and again, that might be the same thing. Where over there you get punished for it, but over here maybe not so much. Like they will, you know, encourage you to spend more. I don't know. So next one, smoking in a smoke-free zone, right? Again, monitored from the cameras. Yep. Yeah. How about spreading rumors online? Ooh, spreading rumors. Spreading Don't rumors. do that. Oh, well. well, and so this is up to them to decide what a rumor is. Let's mm. keep that in mind. As far as because some some I think on the surface too, it, some of this sounds good. Like oh, okay, well yeah, we don't want to we don't want to spread rumors. Of course, that's very virtuous. We don't want to spread. But who are you to tell what a, a rumor is? Right? Yeah, like this is judging? like this is it, because who's that's it, censorship. Yep. All right. So and then so posting or discussing fake news, which is news that goes against the established narrative. Exactly. So not true fake. It doesn't mean it's false. It doesn't mean it's debunked. It doesn't mean it's not correct. It means that it's not what they said is what you should agree. And with. this truth train's going exactly in the opposite direction. Yeah. As we can go. So this this would be considered uh, fake news. Just so yeah, you know, yeah, everybody, yeah. In, in in the social credit system that's being rolled out in China, Truthzilla would be the definition of fake news and what would drive your social credit score into the dirt. Um, uh-huh. Next uh-huh. one is bad driving. You know, again, being monitored by the cameras and the eyes in the sky. Right. You know, if you drive like an idiot, then, you know, here, I mean, yeah, we got that here, but now it's all going to just be automated. And well, we'll again, get into this goes, this goes back to, this goes back to, what what is bad driving, right? Yeah. It could be it could be they could they could literally force us down whatever little avenues, whatever yeah. little one, slaughterhouse. One mile one mile an hour over the speed limit. That's right. Hundred dollar fine, right? Yep, yep, yep. And and we'll get into uh, you know digital policing and AI policing here in a minute. Um, no, not visiting your elderly parents. In I feel like I'm starting to get this picture. Is just like just conform and do exactly what we say. And it only is, that. Yeah. Don't think for yourselves. Like, we'll tell you what to think. We'll tell you what to do. We'll tell you where to be. And yeah. that's it. That's, yep. And we're and but but so all we need for you to do, slaves, is to just slave for us, and that's it. And don't yep. question anything. Don't question anything. Yeah, this is the best. Yeah, the cream of the crop right here. Um. So you also could get penalized for not sorting out the garbage into the right bin cl- correctly. So there oh you go, slave. God. Just do what we tell you right <laughs> oh now. God. It's so brutal. Oh we're, and here's God. the thing, though. So like I think too, in a, like even like right now, just I understand how serious this all is, and I'm just reading this like ah ha ha ha. That's like not a not even a thing and it's a total thing like human beings in the world are dealing with this shit and it's coming for all of us yep and that's the thing too is like uh i uh i noticed how they didn't really talk about crimes like criminal acts you know it's not going to affect your social credit score you know that they have a criminal justice system you know and i don't know how that's going to play in but you know you see how it's just like violating like social norms violating like mores of society that are that are in place or what the government says this is how what it the is the government has you now know? mandated and dictated yeah. it shall be so uh so i wanted to point out too that everybody starts out with a thousand points okay um you start off with a thousand points and here's the part that i i couldn't i couldn't find too much corroboration on this i heard it in a podcast i was listening to they were saying that you can buy yourself higher points so if you get knocked 100 points if you have enough money you can buy those 100 points back now, that seems a little messed up right there. So if you're rich, then this doesn't apply to you. 
Now that's a little messed up. So anyway, I, I need to find out more information on that. But anyway, how can you be? Uh, what what happens if you get penalized? What are some of the penalties? Um, first one that you hear about when you hear about this being discussed is the travel restrictions, right? You will be, uh, you know, you won't be able to go where you want to go. Well, which we already saw this at the beginning of this whole COVID bullshit. Yeah. And they They're, told uh, the non-essential humans that they weren't to move about in society freely. And everybody laid down for it. So that's yep. how you know that this is coming. You know that people, and, 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 and what's again. more, there's going to be this huge sect of people going, oh yeah, of course they shouldn't be allowed to travel. You shouldn't be allowed to travel. Look what you yep. said. Yep. Look what you said. You don't get to go anywhere. Uh, you didn't yep. wear a mask. You didn't wear a mask. You don't get to eat today then. Yeah. You yep. don't get to go to the grocery store because your your bank account is low and your social credit is fucked. And so, therefore, now you just go off yep. and be a pariah somewhere because we have no use for you. You have not been enslaved deeply enough. Yep. And, this, and you know, you can't get on a plane, a train, you know, that's going to restrict you from travel that way. probably going to restrict you from leaving your cities, yep. guys. This is, this is more than just, well, we can't go to Bora Bora. Although, I mean, that's a big deal. But, you know, we can't, we can't leave our state. That was something I was thinking of. But also, they're probably not going to let us leave our, our, our counties. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is a huge deal. Yeah, for sure. They could slow down your Internet speed. That's crazy right there. Just, you know, if you speak out, you're just going to get your Internet throttled to the point where you can't even access it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and they could ban you or your kids from the good schools. Yep. Absolutely. Private good schools, private education, like you're not even going to have any sort of access to that. And also you can prevent you from getting a job. Yeah. Right. Were you saying something, Ed? Sorry, dude. No, I was just saying, I I feel like that we're getting to the point with just what we've learned in the last few weeks and what I've learned. Mm -hmm. It's like homeschool's looking so much better than the the training, the programming that they're providing at this point anyways. But yep. Well, so, under this whole new doctrine of all the new the new social agendas and the way that they're trying to completely, they're, they're, this is psychological war on our children. Yeah. That's what's yep. next. What's yep. what's coming down throughout these city governments and what they're saying to like city employees in terms of the way things are going to go going forward and, and, and under especially all these uh, social justice issues. It's absolute perversion of humanity yep. and and normal uh, functioning of human beings. And uh, and I'm certainly not gonna send and they're not gonna tell us by the way in these schools that they're they're gonna do they're not public schools aren't about to say what agendas they're gonna push we all know that that's not what they've done to this point so anyway mm-hmm. I, dig- I digress a little bit but it pisses me off yeah totally i'm just gonna plow through these last few ones real quick yeah. so it's gonna prevent you from being able to stay in a hotel you can have your pets taken away um public shaming okay public shaming being labeled as a bad citizen this has oh already started being, guys yep being this publicly labeled as a bad citizen and yep. being put on blacklist you are not allowed to have services or, or products no. And you also will not get as many desirable matches on dating sites, oh. apparently. Okay? So there you go. So and you're not going to get to go on any good dates, and they've taken your pets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. No good COVID sex? No good COVID <laughs> sex, damn. Oh. <laughs> that wasn't the good COVID no sex. No good virtue either. sex, oh, baby. That's it. Virtue sex, yeah. that's right. Um, so this is, yeah, so this is Ant Financial is the parent company of the Alipay system, um, who I was talking about is going to be going uh, live on the stock market, going public. So uh, just so you guys know, this is coming. And it's coming here soon, and it's going to be in the name of COVID-19. And those of you who have followed the mask <laughs> mandates and are just laying down for this thing, it's your fucking fault. It is your yeah. fault. I'm fucking pissed about it. But anyway. You're dragging us all down yep. with you. Yep. Um, 
here's a great one, all right? This is so interesting. When I was looking into uh, the social credit system being rolled out, I found an article on entrepreneur.com, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, they're talking about the five, uh, you know, they're, they're taking it from an entrepreneurial perspective. Like, how can you, as an entrepreneur, maximize, uh, like, take advantage of this? So let's social credit's coming. If it's coming either way, then let's just, just stop complaining and just how can we capitalize on it? How can we improve our own oh, uh, riches over? very much? Yeah, and so... Uh, a couple things like maybe I don't know if you guys want to take turns reading these or whatever, but like it's just so crazy. So the first one says um, privacy is so live life in the open is the first little principle. Privacy is a relic of a different time. Everyone has a camera in his or her pocket. Many of our most intimate details are the property of publicly traded companies and digital stalking has never been easier. But don't cling to your privacy. To thrive in the coming age of the social credit score, live your life openly with honor and transparency. Trying to hide indiscretions or shut out prying eyes will no longer be possible. So shift your energy into ensuring that you have nothing to hide. If you can't let go of some socially <laughs> unacceptable behaviors, then you must at least be upfront and honest about your reasons for doing so. Always remember that whatever you do, you will be visible. How do you get to, I, I don't understand how people get to this point. I'm so demoralized when yeah. I read this crap. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just disgusting. It yeah. is. It's, it's literally perverse. Yeah. It's... it's Am I supposed to read the next if one? You, I mean, yeah, if you I want to, go my, ahead. Okay, well, part of my brain was exploding for half a moment. Okay. So they, <laughs> part of my brain was exploding. <laughs> just be trustworthy, guys. Do people trust you? Make sure that they can. And a social credit system honoring your commitments will be paramount. If your boss can't trust you to come into work on time, you may find that your preferred bank no longer trusts you to repay a loan. Or that the government won't trust you with air travel privileges. In order to succeed in your goals, make sure you can be trusted by everyone you meet. If you do, your privileges and rewards are sure to increase. Yeah, that's a great point right there. So another big component of this, probably the most diabolical component of this, is that you get penalized for associating with people with lower scores. That's what, yep. Oh yep. So if God. you, if you're fr- like Ed, if Ed has like a, if I have a perfect thousand score, or let's just do it this way. If, I, if Ed has a perfect thousand score and I have a <laughs> 500 point score, if if Ed gives me a call or shoots me a text message, his points go down 10 points yep. because I am one of the undesirables. I'm one of the untrustworthies, right? And so people are going to automatically shun you and ostracize you, and they, they physically cannot they, – they, there's no way that they can even interact with you. This is your family. Like if, if your dad has a bad social credit score, then you get penalized for being his – child right 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 and it's just like it's insane they're gonna force total compliance because total people compliance. are not gonna want to people be ostracized want people they yep. do they want to be set up this. in their little government controlled people, housing and people want to shut us down already i mean i have to uh, like, like people yeah. the people a lot like of, a lot the people, of hate. when i walk out in the world like it's like i can't this is why it's so refreshing to be around you yeah, guys because because yeah. i can't talk yeah. in the world because right now because if i say what i feel like, it, like I'll lose you, my job. Are you saying there's I'll no tolerance? Is there yep. no tolerance for a different no, idea, Ed? There's no you lose t- your job. Oh, you lose your job. That's even a can possibility. You, can you lose your job in this? Oh my God. I didn't think you could lose your job oh in this thing, God. but yeah, that's happening. That's happening. I didn't know you could lose your job for speaking out against the new world order. Oh, but yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's happened to some of my closest people. Some actually. of our closest people. The people I respect the most in my life. Right that's now. exactly it. Yep. You're right. Uh, go ahead, Ed. All right. This is uh, apply the same rules to everyone. Just because you're being watched doesn't mean you can't do a little watching of your own. 
Screen those you do business with. Check their backgrounds. Examine their relationships and keep close tabs on their social credit scores. Why? Because your social credit score will be affected by those with whom you associate. There it is. Doing business and spending time with people whose social credit score is higher than your own will own will bring you up. Those with lower scores will bring you down. Make sure you aren't being held back by those whom the system deems untrustworthy. That way you can boost the scores of your own friends, associates, and family by association. So oh evil, dude. My God. So evil. Oh my God. And the, the thing that it's, I mean, it's so evil, but the fact that people are like, let's dive in, let's do it. Let's get good scores. Oh my God. All the God. virtuous people this is, love this. Uh, They're oh so virtuous and they have I nothing like to fear, they, don't they? I yep. feel like they've been waiting for this. They I feel have, like people is, like, honestly, like, like, yeah, it's disgusting. Like, there's a generation, though, that, like, loves the idea of this. Like, I, I truly believe that. Because they haven't been taught. Because, what, let, me, let me rephrase that. They have been taught on purpose to not think for themselves. Yeah. They have been dumbed down and given uh, a singular way of thinking. And, and they don't even know how to use the full scope of their brains. There is no critical thinking being taught anywhere no. in the last couple of generations. Yep. It's crazy. It's and just confirmation bias. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we'll get into a little more about data, but uh, so the fourth one is uh, take advantage of your good credit score. So it's like if you have good credit, go buy a boat, right? That's the idea. And then the last one is know where the value lies. And this is um, this is very much true about the world we live in today. But uh, as valuable as good credit as a good credit score will be, nothing on earth will be as valuable as the mountains of big data that must be collected to make such a system as social credit work. I don't want to share my data. Yeah, that data will be the property of whoever will be collecting it. And that doesn't mean that those people or companies won't share it or sell it to the right company or individual. So this is where it goes back to Ant Financial. They're going to be the proprietors of your data and what they do with it. And it's the most valuable, con- even today, right now, data is the most valuable commodity on earth, more so than oil, more so than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we can talk a little bit about that later. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it goes on to say, in this context, it won't take long before society is stratified between those who have access to social data and those without. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those without will forever be at a serious disadvantage to those with data on everyone in society. Make sure that your social, your own social credit score is good enough to put access within your reach. Oh my Make God. sure you've behaved enough that we allow you to live. So you better, you, you, if, you're, if you're smart, wow. you would start getting yourself into the tech industry and get into these companies that are going to have access to your social credit data. If you want to, yeah, if you want, but it's just evil. I'm not going to fucking support that, but I'm just saying, you know, what the fuck, dude? Oh my I'm God, always saying dude, it. That's like my catchphrase, game over, dude. Game over. <laughs> totally. Game totally. over. Um, the last little piece I wanted to tie into this, um, for my portion, is just like, um, we talked a little bit about like the mass surveillance, right? And so what that's going to look like, which is a huge part of this. This is one of the, probably one of the most... Uh, biggest piece of this you're already seeing it like the 5g um there's a lot of like road construction going on around town i'm sure there's those are all like little 5g towers and 5g devices that have to be placed uh, strategically throughout the city right stuff like there's that cameras everywhere um, watching you there's vi- your 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 own convenient devices at home are recording yeah. you and transmitting your yep. d- and it's and for and i've had people say well i'm just not that important well it's just not that cut and dry. Yep. It's just not that cut and dry. They and in fact, they, they are recording everything. It is yep. being collected 
and mass um, yep. and, and used, used, against, used you. against you for a diabolical end. And this is, and, and very much the way they're playing, this is all from the psychological, they're literally just like pushing this domino here and pushing that domino here because they know exactly what they have set up down there. They know yep. exactly what yep. they have set up yep. at the end. It's exactly. the, those, uh, it's, it's the masses that have no idea. And everyone's just trying to play catch up when really, this is all on purpose. This is pull this string, move that. This pe- it's, ch- it's chess. Yep. It's chess, yep. and they already won. Yep, it's crazy. Yeah, well, yeah, it's game over already, dude. So uh, this piece, it's a company called Carbine 911. Carbine 911, okay? So um, you may have heard a little bit about that recently. Um, I know that Whitney, I got I got all this from, I'm not going to lie. I got this all from Whitney Webb, dude. Yep. She's been going deep in, uh, on, on um, and she's tied all this back to, like, Elaine Maxwell and Epstein, which is fascinating rabbit hole. But for the purpose of Shout out of the, to Whitney Webb. Yeah, yeah, She yeah, yeah. is a, one of yeah, my yeah. favorite researchers. Yeah, she's amazing. Phenomenal. She's phenomenal. Uh, she's great. So, but she's her... Got, what's her... The, the last bag? Of okay, yeah, I was going to shout out that, too. So, yeah, sure. I just found out that the last... Ameri- so, she's yes. writing now for thelastamericanvagabond.com. Thelastamericanvagabond.com. Didn't realize that he... Uh, oh, damn, what's his name? Um, has a, uh, a podcast called The Last American Vagabond. I just discovered it in my research for ID 2020. Um, I um, apologize. I'm blanking on the name. It, it'll pop up right here. <laughs> All right, so you can look it up. Um, for those of you in the audio version... My bad. Um, anyway, so uh, basically, she was just going deep uh, on a couple of podcasts recently about um, Carbine Nine One One and the implications of that. And so, basically, the idea is that um, you know the the Nine One One infrastructure in the United States is terribly outdated and it needs to be updated. Okay, so each city, each municipality, each county has their own like Nine One One system. It's been around forever, and what they need to do is they need to create a federal maybe global 911 system so that when you call 911 um they have access to more data than just yourself or your, the person on the phone telling them what's going on so ryan christian <laughs> is the guy's name ryan christian last american vagabond sorry about that guys anyway um so uh very interesting very interesting so ties to israeli intelligence unit 8200 um we've seen that before with the promise software i'm sure we'll talk yeah, about that yeah. next week quite a bit um, so Carbine is uh, found, you know, fun, heavy, heavily supported by Peter Thiel, who is uh, the founder of PayPal, um, along with Elon Musk. That's how those guys made their money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he, he creates uh, – Peter Thiel has a company called Palantir, which, um, you know, if you're going to complain about Trump about something, this yeah, is one this of the ones is, that really bugs me is, is that, that they are, they're pushing towards um, – Predictive policing, right? Precognitive yeah. crime. crime, pre-crime, if you will, right? And it was Straight a kind of minority report. Yeah, I was yeah, going to exactly. say, wasn't that minority yeah. report? Yeah. And so Palantir, their 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 purpose, the mission statement was to detect mass shooters before they strike, mm. right? And that's kind of what Carbine Nine One One is kind of uh, involved Why do you in just that not too. Activate them. Yeah. So um, how would anybody feel about going to prison? Um, over on, a, on a crime, crime that you, uh, that you, that you never committed. Yep. Is everyone so, cool with that? Yep. And apparently Trump wants to create a, a, a federal agency that uses advanced technology to I- identify neurobehavioral signs of someone headed toward a violent explosive act using the data collected by consumer electronic devices. Okay. And so, um, like, this is all I'm just quoting straight out of Whitney Webb's article. It'll be, it'll be linked below. I'm not trying to take credit for any of this shit. Um, anyway, but uh, Carbine um, has also announced a partnership with Cisco, if you remember what we talked about a minute ago, yep. the Cisco bigwigs are also involved in the digital dollar uh, project, right? So, you know, this is all one big happy family, you know, right <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, so uh, what, what is Carbine 911? What is, it, what, is it, what is it designed to do? So 
This is right off of their website. It says that uh, when a person calls 911, what type of data is going to be taken from their phone? Um, it's going to be, it's going to take your device location. Um, it's going to start live streaming uh, from your camera um, to the call center. It's going to take your text messages in a two-way chat window. Any data from the user's phone, if they have the Carbine app, and, and then whether or not you have the Carbine app, any information that comes over a data link. So they're going to take any information that they're able to pull up over a, a data link, uh, and which Carbine opens in case the caller's voice link drops out. So they just create, they just suck all your data out. Now, Whitney was saying in a podcast that they're going to take that data and they're using AI, machine learning algorithms. They're going to be able to like implement that into the predictive policing. And then they're going to see if you're going to potentially be the future victim of a crime, like based on like your social media stuff, yeah. or if you're going to be the potential perpetrator of a crime. And I was like, damn, dude, that's intense. Okay. So that being said, right. Um, it's also like when well, you how make could it go wrong, how could it go how wrong? Could this go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a great idea actually. Yeah. And so when you, when you make a phone call to nine one one using the carving system, what it's going to do then is it's going to trigger all the IOT devices around you, the internet of thing devices. Now, if you don't know what those are, those are basically think of like an Alexa. Okay. And Alexa is a perfect example of an IOT device, right? It's a standalone device that, that doesn't, it's not really like a computer or a phone or anything like that, but it has its own IP address. It has its own internet, internet connection. It has its own, you know, ability to communicate with the cloud, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So part of the main purpose of the 5G rollout is to have everything is going to be uh, connected, a, a, yep. a connected to the it's cloud like the, somehow. Right. Smart fridges, you know, your, yeah, your fridges, your, your everything, your yeah. lamps, your vacuum cleaner, your, your cars, obviously, yeah. like all this stuff is going to. So these, that is the internet of things. It's the internet sure. of literally physical things throughout the world, right? Um, and so what Carbon 911 is going to do is going to trigger all the government controlled IOT devices, it says. So that's like cameras and everything in the area. So it's all gonna start streaming you know, to them and they're gonna be able to see like, you know, what's going on. Now, uh, an article I read said that um, right now, most 911 calls are being initiated. And so having the Carbon 911 infrastructure in place um, is gonna allow for this, which is um, they say that nowadays, <laughs> pretty much 100% of 911 calls come are initiated by a human being right calls that come in uh in the future uh they are aiming for nine out of ten calls will come from an iot device so oh that means an iot God. device will be observed with our you defunded police yeah with our defunded police so who's coming to those calls guys oh yeah i don't know yeah exactly so so these, <laughs> these iot devices these cameras that are around town are going to see you committing a crime and will automatically dispatch police so that's that's the future dude we, that we are, are living towards. in like they might more sci-fi than the sci-fi when i was a kid that's yep. Beyond the sci-fi. Yep. Like, yep. This is insanity to me. Yep. And so, yeah. So there you go, man. We got precognitive crime. Uh, we got social credit systems, and we got digital dollars coming right your way right now. So uh, it's a little COVID nineteen basket of uh, <laughs> yeah, COVID nineteen basket of terrors. Is little so shop of horrors, baby. It and it's all gonna be in the name of COVID nineteen. And is. all of you are gonna be say thank you, government, for giving it to me. Oh my I God. fucking guarantee it, don't man. Do it. Oh my God. God. And so I, we're just going to kind of touch on some of the other issues, other things around this thing. Uh, one of the big things is uh, the um, this is the ID 2020. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's um, this is essentially I'm just going to read what yeah. they say, because I think you can really just when you hear all these different technologies, this is one of the things to help bring those things together. Um, so since 2016, ID 2020 has advocated for ethical privacy protecting approaches to digital ID. Sure they have. For the one in seven people globally who lacks a mean to prove their identity, digital ID offers access to vital social services and enables them to exercise their rights as citizens and voters and participate in the modern economy. 
their economy. Mm. But doing digital ID right means protecting civil liberties and putting control over personal data back where it belongs in the hands of the individual. Bullshit. Every day we rely on a variety of forms of identification to go about our lives. Our driver's license, passport, work badge, and building access cards, debit and credit cards, transmit passes, and more. So why do we need all these things when we could just have one piece? Oh yeah. But technology is why evolving. Why did I think of that? Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, how did we get so? How do we get so far gone that we can't carry around a couple fucking carts? Yeah, well, why is well, that? Why is that? Why, the bridge why too do we be so decentralized, guys? Come on. Yeah. But technology is evolving at a blinding pace, and many of the transactions that require identification are today being con- conducted digitally. From e-passports to digital wallets, online banking, and social media accounts, these new forms of digital ID allow us to travel, will tile right into your social credit score, I'm sure, mm-hmm. conduct business, access financial and health records, stay connected, and much more. While the move to digital ID is had many positive effects it has been accompanied by countless challenges and setbacks including large-scale data, data breaches. breaches yeah what happens if a data breach people. happens to your livelihood and your social credit score and right? you know it, it's not like they would build a back door in in these things right no oh, there's of no course way. not they've never done that they don't do that sort of thing yeah most of the current tools are unethical are, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is a top priority for them for sure most of the current tools are archaic insecure lack appropriate privacy protections and commoditize our data but that's about to change and id 2020 is leading the charge we are businesses non-profits governments and individuals working in collaboration to ensure that the future of digital identity is indeed hashtag hashtag good id fuck you good id oh that's we did hashtag that this episode with that hashtag good id um that that just you know, and I know you got stuff to say about it, but like you know that that brings to mind where it says here that protections and uh, commoditize our data. Yep, yep. Like we talked about the value of data, man. If you have you have no idea, like it's hard to think about how that is a valuable thing. Sure, sure. Okay, so there's a, a researcher, Shoshana Zuboff. She has this documentary on YouTube. It's called uh, data, uh, Surveillance Capitalism, and she wrote she writes books on them. Now. It's interesting though because when you type in data or when you type in surveillance capitalism, it's the first thing that pops up on YouTube, and I always see it recommended in my feed. So that tells me what the fuck is going on here. That's yeah. a little weird. That's however, and if you watch the video, she goes hard against Google and and these Facebooks and these companies about their their collection of data and how evil and ruthless it is. Mm-hmm. And she she makes this really awesome point where it's like, you know, it's all about the data now. Yeah. Like anything else is is this backseat to data. Yes. Even to the point like let's say you're a car manufacturer, right? You're making the new 2021 uh, Honda Accord, right? You're not going to innovate to uh, make it a safer vehicle or a more fuel efficient vehicle. You're gonna innovate in how can I collect more data from the person? From the person, sure. yeah. That, sure. That's that's what it's all about. It's yep. all about data, and that's that's true of every single industry. Every single industry these days is not focused on making better products in fact as you see like there's less m&ms in the bag each time or something yeah. like, we're moving backwards like the 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 lining on the the paper cups is getting thinner like they're using less material like it's just like slowly like disintegrating while at the same time they're putting all of their uh research and development into it's like that's but but like you know what i mean and it's like it's like they're putting all their resources into data how can we make our product more uh you know to to be able to become like these spider webs where we can collect more and more vast numbers of data and and be able to sell it off and and that's just how that's the world we live in and so but this like you're gonna like go ahead no no i was just gonna say like that's kind of like one of the main things they uh 
sell this to us on is that oh there's like a billion people that don't have good ID in the world. So, there's a billion people, so, yeah. So they can't get access to health services and you know all these services that the government wants to give them freely, right? Like they're we're just oh, helping freely. we're yeah, helping we're just, the world out. We're helping the world out. But, but it's all about out. like there's a billion people we can get data on. Yeah, there's all and these we billions can control of and we can figure out which of those people are expendable based on that data. Yeah. yeah. And we I mean there's it's just it it can come back to money. There's there's all kinds of uh, ulterior motives involved, but they, it's all you can see how they sell motives. this to you. That's they all s- it is. Ex- exactly, exactly. You you read this and they're like, oh, we're gonna save the world. No, you're gonna you're tr- you're gonna make money off these people that you're not making money we're off enslaving of. Enslaving the for world for sure. I mean, that's I think the main thing right right away. Like when they they do that whole thing. Oh, there's a billion people that don't get these services. There's a billion people that you don't have your claws in. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. what it comes that down to. That is it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so here's here's one that I found, um, and this is uh, uh, an interesting site here, the biometricupdate.com. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is actually from September 20th of last year, but uh, ID2020 and Partners Launch Program to to provide digital ID with vaccines. So um, and I'll kind of read and summarize some of the ID2020 Alliance has launched a new digital identity program. At its annual summit in New York, in collaboration with the government of Bangladesh, Vaccine Alliance, Gavi, and new partners mm. in government, ac- academia, and humanitarian relief. Let's see. Where have we heard of Gavi before? That's the Gates Funded yeah, Global yeah, uh, yeah, Administration yeah. of Vaccine and Immunizations, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Billy. Um, We're implementing a forward-looking approach to digital identity that gives individuals control over their own personal information while still building off existing systems and programs. One of the other things I wanted to talk about, guys, and this is the uh, World Health Organization, everybody's favorite, and this was the... Everybody's favorite. Yeah, uh, this is, I believe, was at the World Economic Forum. Um, Let's see, this is just uh, one of the things that you guys should all know about is Immunization Agenda 2030, a global strategy to leave no one behind. Yep. To leave no one unvaccinated is, is I mean, this is it's this is their, their words. global this strategy. Is their words. And I'm going to read some of it. Immunization is a global health and development success story, saving millions of lives every year. No. We now have vaccines to prevent more than 20 life threatening diseases, they helping people of all ages live longer, uh, healthier lives. <laughs> immunization is the foundation of the primary health care system and an indisputable human right. Oh, it's a human right? <laughs> it's also one of the best health investments money can buy. Oh, no, it's, a most, it. it's the best health profit that money can <laughs> invest in. That, well, there, there you go. There it. you go. There That's you the one it. right there. Okay. Yet despite tremendous progress, far too many people around the world, including nearly 20 million infants each year, have not been killed. Have by, not been uh, injured by vaccines since, yet. Um have insufficient access to vaccines. In some countries, progress has stalled or even reversed, and there is a real risk that complacency will undermine past achievements. With the support of countries and partners, the World Health Organization is leading the co-creation of a new global vision and strategy to address these challenges over the next decade to be endorsed by the World Health Assembly. IA 2030 envisions a world where everyone, everywhere, at every age fully benefits from vaccines to improve health and well-being. It's just uh, Orwellian doublespeak, man. Yeah. They, 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 I mean, essentially, they this want to vaccinate s- the world. This is the They've said thing. it. They've said it. And I think, it, you know, we've kind of read a little bit before the episode here, but I'm going to kind of go down to like, some of these little points they do uh, under commitment and demand build and sustain strong financial and political commitment for immunization social financial and political commitment 
strengthen leadership management and coordination for immunization at all levels. Ensure people and communities value, actively support, and And seek seek out immunization services. Whether or not it's voluntary or if the state can literally go into your home, drag you to a doctor's office, and plunge a needle in your arm. Mm -hmm. According to Alan Alan Dershowitz. Dershowitz. Yes. Uh, let's see, reach high equitable immunization coverage at national level and in all districts. Increase coverage of vaccines among the most disadvantaged populations. Mm-hmm. Reduce the number of children. Get, get the data. Used. Get the data what from the most disadvantaged populations. To, to victimize populations that can't fight back is what. Yeah, they're I mean, yeah. I think this is just like the ID twenty twenty. Like we're finding anywhere we can to take advantage of the people that we haven't taken advantage of yet. Yeah. You know that we're going to find. We're going to the reach we of the find world. You. We will find you. We will get you. Yep, yep. Let's see. Um, We will find you and we will crush you. As like the famous Borat says. Yeah. (laughs) Life course and integration. Strengthen policies and service delivery to provide new and underused vaccines and appropriate catch-up vaccination across the life course. So don't worry, guys. If you haven't been caught up, we will get you caught up. So if you're still alive and functioning in life right now and you're not caught up, if you're doing just fine, they're going to make sure you do finer. Yeah, now you will be much finer. You'll you be much, much finer. You'll inject health, right? Yeah. Oh, you I cannot mean. inject health, actually. <laughs> no. All right, all right, oh. there you go. cannot yeah. inject health. <laughs> Lovely. It's true. Lovely. Yes. It's yes. true. So um, let's see. Build and sustain healthy markets across all antigens at the global level. Mm, interesting. And this is all right on the World Health Organization site. Yeah, this is this is link, right. Link will be Us below. Us crazy conspiracy analysts. No, we're, we're the crazy conspiracy theorists. As Stephen Colbert says, we've got uh, spider eggs hatching in our brains, right? Is that, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, yep, right. yep. And so, and you know, I could go into each one, but I would I would love it if you guys go to this yourself. But just write in the name Immunization Agenda 2030. Mm-hmm. It's the agenda, people. Yep. The agenda is to vaccinate all of us. And, and like we've been saying this whole time, you know, the coronavirus is the foot in the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, and, and they're That's already playing this as like uh, Fauci's telling us, oh, we might get three to six months immunity out of this. So, so how often, so it's going to be the next flu shot that you need to do every year, maybe. It could be, it could be every three months they want to jam a needle in your month in your arm for a coronavirus vaccine. And, and this is going to be tie into exactly what we just talked about. This is going to be so you can go to work. This is going to be so you can get on a plane. Yeah, so you can go get food. Well, and you know, it's going to affect your social credit score. Well, let's not forget, too. And, that, and that, so, and like, I had people that, that you know, and like my, my brother and his wife, they live off-grid. Uh, they have for years. Um, they He's... Uh, he kind of saw this like coming like a mile down the road after he was, sure. you know, deployed in Afghanistan and he came back and he was just like, you can't even believe the corrupt. He, everything that we were taught was a lie. And yep. he just took his yep. family and they just completely disappeared from society some years back and they thrive and they do very well. And I don't remember what you just said that tipped me off that I was going to make a point. I was going to make a point. Keep going. I'll uh, get back I to mean, it. I mean, that's, I think we're all thinking about that getting off the grid. I think oh, that's, see, that's, that's what I was going to say. They, yeah. That's what they did. Like, you know, we're talking about like them restricting us from getting food. And so like one of the things that, you know, I keep thinking is, well, well we can grow some vegetables. We can, we can do some of this, but, but really, and when they first rolled out this COVID crap, you remember they were restricting people buying seeds? Yeah. Do you remember yep. that? Yeah, they were, they were not allowing people. They were saying that the seed aisle at Walmart is not a uh, essential place, and so you're restricted from going down the seed aisle in certain 
places. Uh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so because and, and now keep in mind too, like so, you know, water is a as a, a commodity. Oh, we could do a whole episode on that. Right. That's, and that's so the, we're talking about the, the new oil is going to be water one of these water, days, dude. It's like then, Mad Max style. So they. So now you're not. So like you're not allowed to correct, collect your rainwater in it's most illegal. places, right? You, it's yep. illegal for yep. you to collect rainwater that falls from the sky in your yard, and it's going to be illegal for you on your own property to grow your own food because they're listen. This is they're not allowing room for people to go. Oh well this doesn't work for me. This agenda doesn't work for me. And so I'm just not going to be one of the ones that's not no. what's going to happen. They're going to allow you to break the, away, the, to break away. No. And this is going to, so this is where I feel like this is going to be this true revolution. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. China is the new model for the new world order. And again, if you think the word new world order is crazy, then uh, I don't know what to and, tell you. I guess maybe we will look at that. Like just uh, the lockstep here. Lock we have step. that. We alluded up. to it earlier. Yeah. Cause, Cause they did, they talked right about um, China being the, the model way back when let's see yeah, here so this was a 2010 the rockefeller foundation spearheaded this study and basically if you read it it it, it has like a continuum uh four-way continuum like here, here are the four different scenarios that'll happen with more totalitarian authoritarian control less authoritarian control more ability to innovate less ability to innovate and, and it talks about the four different scenarios and like kind of like uh, agenda t- or uh, uh, excuse me event 201 style where they're like yep painting a picture of like what you know with like news article headlines and stuff like that and and one of the scenarios that they depicted is called lockstep yeah yeah and so uh here's just a quote the united states initial policy of strongly discouraging citizens from flying proved deadly in its leniency accelerating the spread of the virus not just within the u.s but across borders however a few countries did fare better china in particular the chinese government's quick imposition and enforcement of mandatory quarantine for all citizens as well as its instant and near hermetic sealing off of all borders and so that's the thing about lockstep lockstep is a hypothetical theoretical uh, scenario that and this is 2010 mind you um that the scenario involved a pandemic a worldwide pandemic and then this is the response the authoritarian authoritarian technocratic lo- uh, crackdown is the solution that they propose in the lockdown scenario. And I just had an argument with someone today uh, about like, well, look at how China shut everything down and they didn't have the disease. It's like, like I look wish what, uh, I wish you knew Chinese that they citizen. talked about this a decade ago of exactly this that the, they were implant they were planning and implanting that in your mind a decade ago. Yeah, and yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. one of the brilliant things that they're doing, like through the media and and these politicians that are out there just flapping their gums, they're making it seem like they're just reacting to these things as they're happening. Yeah. It's right. like it's like uh-huh. it's like they're trying to paint a picture in our minds that that they're you know this it's it's spiking, and so we need to react we to that. To no, 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 no. This, it's, this this is all a plan. This is a long game plan that These, has been in the works for a very, very long yes. time. And it's like right here in Oregon, the we can second see it. Wave bull you can, crap you can see it yeah. where it's like 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 yeah. these these like uh, DNC run media outlets, yeah. like the, the Oregonian, like oh, you Oregonian. Oregonian. They they forbid they, they blocked me from commenting on their public forum now because I was posting they, Truthzilla links and they, saying they fucking here's t- the truth, man. Facebook you know? keeps telling me that I need to get the Oregonian badge because I'm yeah. one of their top fans, and I'm like, well, that's not. <laughs> I'm definitely not adding fan mail to my yeah, comment. But, that's 
but, but but anyway, like these news outlets, like local affiliates, like all yeah, the yeah. local news affiliates, they'll come out with a with a with a with a big propaganda piece saying like cases have spiked in Oregon, and yep. then the next week you'll see Governor Brown responding to that. And so you, but but when you take when you pull back and you look at it as a one big agenda, you see how they're working in unison. It's like all right, Oregonian, it's your turn. You go out and you write an article that says cases are spiking, deaths are spiking, and now and then and then they wait a week, right? So there's the problem. Wait for the reaction, and then Kate Brown comes out on a little podium with her fucking bullshit mask and says, uh, "Okay, now we're doing uh, now we're doing this new regulation, this new one." And so just today, just or in the last couple of days, I saw Oregonian posting those articles and in my head. I'm like, "Well, that means uh, Kate Brown's going to come out next week and, and roll out the next phase yep. of this lockdown yep. thing. Yep. That's that's yep. how it is. It's just yep. boom, 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 boom. You can and see that's it what's and coming next, guys. Get ready to not leave your houses. Pay attention. Pay Get attention. ready to not leave your houses because that is gonna that is part of their agenda. Yeah, and, and I want to uh, just so just. To get a refresher recently, I just uh, re-listened to the, the Corbett Report's uh, medical martial law yes. episode from, from March, and I just want to plug that because really he really goes over how they've been passing all the laws to make this stuff, uh, to make this be able to happen today. Mm-hmm. This this has been being planned for for really since uh, Dark Winter. Yeah. Really, they've been, they've been passing laws to be able to do what they're doing today in response to this pandemic. Yes. And so it has been planned out, and you can see all the pieces throughout different presidents and, and whatnot. Yep. They've all been doing these things. And then there's all this. What's, what's really interesting about it is there's a bunch of the law that's like, classified we don't even get to know what they're able to do because of where they've declared Everyone the state okay of emergency Everyone yeah. cool with yeah. that? and that's just in addition to what they're telling us is they're rolling out and what we just showed you yeah, yeah. and, and that's that's the whole point is that you know they're not like backpedaling trying to scramble to figure out a solution to this they have the solution in place the solution is in place and it's been for a very long time they just, they're just the they just need to propagandize you into accepting it and that's, that's what we're it. seeing yep. right now yes yeah. perfectly yep. said yep. absolutely yep. yep i don't know what else i can do for you guys this week all right. Well, um, so anyways, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in with us. Uh, these are, of course, heavy topics, but uh, enlightening as well. We are so happy to have uh, everybody join us, hopefully under this banner of uh, unity and truth. And um, here with Scott and Ed, we wish you all intellectual prosperity. Good night. Good night. Bam. Bam. Bam.